0: Welcome to Tilt Talk Radio. Today we're going to talk about whether to cut or not cut your alfalfa. GDUs, we'll update them while we talk about that. Spotlight, we'll talk about Ray's Roundup verdicts and the continuing legal battle over Roundup's carcinogenic qualities. Egg History Minute, we'll talk about Shays' Rebellion. Cool Beans That's Corny, we'll have current events and we'll wrap it all up with some You Applied What... So with me today are Max Garvey. What's up, everybody? Todd Schumbert. Hey to all the Tilthies out there. Bill Schumbert. Hey, guys. And I'm Matt Bruger. all with Tilt Agronomy.
1: Doesn't this music just get you jacked up? <laughs> Big ready. fan of the music. <laughs> this gets you ready to rock. Ready for harvest? Harvest is...
2: Yeah, what are you talking about? Ready it for harvest? It's full uh, swing, dude. It's going. It's, a, it's, it's almost it's over. A lot of
3: soybeans <laughs> it's almost almost come over. Over. coming We're on. like
1: middle... Middle of the harvest. With
3: as much silage as
2: in our neighborhood, Yeah, we are in middle, yes. Really? You think we're... I think we might be a little... I don't know. I I keep hearing... I feel like there's a lot of corn standing, and then I watch the Facebook pages and see how m- the farms say, oh, we have 200 acres left, we have 300 acres left. I'm like, man, we're getting pretty close, actually.
1: Yeah, corn silage is just about wrapping up probably next week, and yeah. beans are rolling. They're rolling hard. Yeah, yeah
0: I've yeah. seen a lot of... Swiping straw, getting baled, and everything. Yep. So it's they really
2: turned fast though in the oh, last yeah. week. They're they're combining in the rain last night. So most of it. Been, my assumption is dry. they were pretty dry. Well, you know, the, going the, into that. The dust was flying. The couple yeah. fields I drove by, that yeah. they were harvesting. So. Where you can't when it's when it's so dusty, you can't see the combine. Yeah, yep. pretty much.
1: A lot of winter wheat went in before that rain shower, yeah. so that'll help it a lot. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, we kind of needed the rain, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, oh, just, it's weird to say not that, not but just kind of. Yeah, we and we, and we got the right amount. I don't think it was too much to for we're, the delay and stuff. Todd, but, we're
3: just so jaded from the last two <laughs> falls. Yeah, <laughs> we don't never stopped raining. Like this is normal. Like remember how hard August and September soil sampling always was? Yeah, we were hoping for a rain.
2: Yep. Versus, yeah, we're like mud. Oh, did we need that rain or not? Uh, I soil sampled yesterday, guys. We needed the rain. Yeah. There yeah. was no question. Yeah, no, it was definitely a need. It's Not a, a want situation. It's uh, been been pretty hard. So hopefully today it's a little better. Should be. Yeah, and Packers are doing well, two and zero. Let's go the season so far. Not like those fraudulent Bears that are two and zero as well. <laughs> They'll have their. They'll have their day. With I feel
3: Mitchell. like I'm
1: getting my hopes up too much. Like when the Bucks were playing well pre-COVID, and you're like, "Oh, this is yeah. cool." And now the Packers two zero. That doesn't say much, but at least they're still they look good. Two and zero in the division, though. True, those but, are big wins against.
0: Right? a Minnesota team that was supposed to be good
1: <laughs> who doesn't look very confirmed good. actually not
0: good, <laughs> not good. Kirk, well, Cousins Kirk Cousins really not still good. not good Yeah Minnesota and quarterbacks what, what I don't know what their deal
1: is they Kirk Cousins had negative points in fantasy really? last he week Really
2: you had know like he three
1: interceptions and like very little he's yards He's not
2: great but last week was exceptionally whew, bad. Yeah, was bad like just, he usually doesn't screw up that bad he yeah. just like 15.9 I think was his passer rating Wow Oof. I didn't think you could get that low. That's like.
0: No, yeah, that's pretty. You have to work to get that, that low. That's, <laughs> that's not, like,
2: don't don't you get like, you know, four points on the ACT just for putting your name on? Like I'd,
0: I'm pretty sure if you walked into a game, got sacked, and went out with an injury, your passer rating's probably higher.
2: <laughs> and you didn't throw a pass. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Tough tough look are, for them.
1: As Kirk Cousins goes, are the Brewers done, Bill? Brewers, or we, yeah, they're, yeah, doing, yeah, they're yeah, dead. Lost four, the Cardinals again and last
2: night. Yeah. Four games to go
3: think they're down two now in the wild card so they got to win three or four
2: against uh, a Car- uh, a cardinals team that has bitten uh, us no matter what yeah and the their best
3: pitcher burns pitched last night and gave up three runs
2: oh yeah yeah he they, was in the he was in the running for uh same. best era yeah he only needed to go down a couple a fraction of percentage points and
3: i saw last night you need 60 innings to qualify for mm-hmm. the cy young he had fifty nine and two thirds. No, jeez. was a, remember. Oh, because he's, of the shorter season. He's one, yeah. He well, was aren't they going to shorten that because of the shorter know, season? They said he needed 60, 60 innings pitched to qualify for the Cy Young, and he finished one out away from that. Well, he left early in
2: the game. He left right. the game early last night because he hurt his back. Oh, so yep. Wow. And he's probably not coming back. Four games left. Sore no, back. No. There's no way. No, he ain't pitching. So and not like we really. <laughs> I
3: think they thought all those like Garcia and all the Urias, all those new guys were gonna hit like Mustaches and Grundal hit last year, and and then when you got Yelich batting like yeah,
1: Yelich to twenty,
2: yeah. you have the best bat in the league from last year, looking like he belongs playing with Timber Rattlers. Yeah, up well, there
1: when Lorenzo Cain leaves, Yo, too, yeah, that just weird. seemed like they still played okay after that, but yeah. that was that hurt. Yeah. Do you see the video they released of the guy driving the tractor yeah. across the? Did you see that? Mm-mm. Some so guy
3: broke
0: in in July. June. Oh, yeah, was a lot, yeah, with the yeah. So yeah, they okay, just released the video sure.
1: of it last night, um, or yesterday, and it was he's just driving a little utility John Deere. Just, I mean, it's like fifteen minutes of video, and he's basically just got the bucket down, just scraping the field. They they said he was trying to write his name in cursive, oh. is what that, but it didn't look like anything. But yeah, he just. All of a sudden, like in the outfield, he starts driving it and he puts the bucket down scrapes while through the through the first to second baseline scrapes. And he hits the mound, uh. kinda is messing around in that, and then he goes around home plate and is driving around and it's it's weird because it's a long video and it's very slow. <laughs> like he's not driving fast. No he not, he's, just like- he's just kinda Like
3: whatever, just like dead in the backyard. Yeah, moving some dirt around. Said forty thousand in damage. Yeah, I remember the field. Remember
0: when that actually happened? They they said yeah, a guy with a tractor. But yeah, that's funny. That was a little John Deere lawn. Yeah,
1: just yeah, just walked right into Miller Park. Just the door was open. They got video of him just (laughs) like he's like he's walking in a grocery store. Is kind of walks in, and then you see him walk out on the field. And then walks to this tractor. And at the end, he did run the bases. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Like, <laughs> first, I mean, I... Do that first. Yeah. You got to run really, the bases, yeah. man.
2: You only get to be on... not a,
1: after you mess it up with You
0: probably
2: only get to be on a major league field once. That oh, guy, yeah, like, specifically, yeah, probably yeah, only once.
0: So so was it only hitting the booze? Or was he on something better? Because, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the running the base... Like, I can see walking in and like doing stuff, but not like scraping with the right. tractor unless right. you're drunk or No,
1: he, I, it didn't really set, and he didn't necessarily look drunk. No, I think
2: I think if I broke into Miller Park, I'd probably run the bases, and then I'd go turn on, like, the hot dog maker and the pretzel maker yeah. and make myself a nice, like, uh, I do a hot dog county style. Yeah. Uh, and then I'd go for the uh, nice hot pretzel, and then maybe wash down a couple Miller Lights and... I, and then I'd probably go home or take a nap. Yeah. Find one of the nice suites, take a nap. I don't I'd probably hit the PA and make some announcements. Oh, yeah. I might do that. L- ah, L- just P- a bit outside.
1: A yeah. Yep. So you got to find the Euchre mid- seats League. and go sit and just yeah. Yeah. sit on Euchre's lap, take some pictures. It'd See be, if you can turn on the Jumbotron and watch some. It'd TV.
2: be pretty similar to what I do on a normal trip to Miller Park just for free. Yeah, that'd be the difference. Be like I would not be paying.
0: What What stadium was it where they were playing Mario Kart on the Jumbotron? Oh, that's sweet. Really? Oh. I don't know. Yeah, that would be the the ticket. Get some some video games on there or something or a movie start watching a movie up <laughs> most under.
1: of the sports casters now are basically going to their yeah. home stadium watching the game on the jumbotron to, right to announce that would be sweet
2: hmm. pretty crazy yeah
1: yeah they,
0: anybody get their scoop of thanks yesterday
2: i did nice. did
0: you oh yeah, yeah. I, wasn't, yeah. I
1: didn't was, know was. about it till like late last night and i'm like Oh, I didn't know that Culver's it, was given. It was or, by chance, though. We, sure. you know,
3: with COVID, nobody's going to uh, restaurants. So my family's, you know, been uh, pretty much every weekend going to Culver's because what else are we going to do? And going through the drive-thru because you can't go in. So we got like a stack. I
2: think you uh, can go probably in, probably three right? inches stack of Scooby tokens. S- you can C- go C- in. Certain
0: ones. I
3: don't
2: know okay. if
0: all of them you can, but I certain certain know certain
2: ones. You can. And it's limited seating. So I don't know how much I. In Bill's situation, I don't know how many, how much I would want to <laughs> go into a COVID culvers with a full family. You know what I'm saying? It'd We've be- been
3: doing the outside. If it's nice, yeah. Out. No, it's not going to be as nice. Yeah, if the patio seating. Yeah, I'm
2: saying I wouldn't. I don't know how much I want to be inside a culvers right now with a family. Like just, just the chaos that comes with having kids. I feel like would be a little much. So our deal was
3: we got all these Scoopy tokens to burn. Kids didn't have school today, just a scheduled day off. So I'm like, oh, let's have supper and go grab some culvers. Just some ice cream and pull up to the drive-through, and I got my Scoopy tokens, and it's like dollar, dollar scoop. I'm like, oh, that's actually cheaper than these Scoopy tokens. <laughs> I'll put back for later. So, yeah, five dollars because Charlotte fell asleep in the car. Go and get her awake to have her ice cream. So the other three kids, the wife and I had. So who eat charlotte's ice cream uh, yeah. we didn't get her <laughs> no, didn't. she was like to- totally out Ouch. completely zonked yeah. Yeah. I, like i got her out of the car when we got home and she did not wake even for oh, me to nice. take like her shoes then, and her braces off boom then that's out. that's the second
2: scoop for you as far yeah. as i can well, tell
3: yeah uh, maybe she'll wake up oh uh, she didn't uh, uh, uh,
2: i couldn't eat it that fast i'll <laughs> I'll that, sacrifice for this family and eat the extra the, custard. The
3: mint Andy's explosion would have been all over my lap. If was I that to was that two. your
2: flavor or is that the flavor of the day yesterday? That was a flavor in uh, Darboy. See, I'm a big f- flavor. I don't, I don't usually order my own flavor. I'm a big flavor of the day guy. Yeah. Just go, roll with the punches, man. Yep.
1: I just go vanilla cookie dough.
2: Boring. I remember when I was like 12. The cookie dough
1: is pretty good.
2: You got to go flavor of the day. Broaden your horizons. Yeah. You never know when you might get uh, caramel cashew crunch or uh, what's the Reese's one you like so much. Bill? Really, Reese's. really Reese's. There you go. Yep. yep.
1: Did you did you get anything with the to- the basketball or football or anything
3: with the uh... no, no? We just use you you save ten of them and then you get a free meal. Free Covers yeah, uh, yep. Yep. free Scoopy meal. So, like for our family, every time and a half we get a free one. <laughs> get a free one. Yeah. Love it. All right, you guys ready to get into this? Yep cut some hay or, or, or not, not. Or, not.
0: <laughs> or should we oh. yeah so to cut or not to cut that is the question what we we
2: should, we're discussing we should say is let's make some good management decisions yes so what's what's last call boys uh two uh, i mean um <laughs> say two weeks ago 2 a.m. <laughs> I was going to say 2 a.m. but uh uh last call uh well i mean i don't know what you guys think but i uh I I like to either do it when we're under 200 GDU's remaining or over 500 GDU's remaining to, um, first kill Frost.
1: That so, goes back to a study in Ontario, which I would say is similar growing to con- yeah. conditions to Wisconsin, similar enough actually. Yeah, up there hey, we yeah, we yeah. grow here about the same. Hey? <laughs> and they they found that the. A uh, base 41, so we've talked about GDUs a bunch. In corn, we use base 50. GDUs, in alfalfa, it's a base 41 degrees. Or in Ontario, it is base 5 degrees Celsius, as we found. So that was a little tricky. Yes. Tricky
3: Canadians.
1: Um, and, and as Matt pointed us, we're the weird ones. Yes, we are
3: the weird ones. That are using the, yeah, the we know. Fahrenheit, and everybody yeah. else uses Celsius.
2: <laughs> but next, uh, next, you're going to tell me we've got to start measuring things in centimeters. Get out of here.
1: (laughs) So we want between that. We don't want between 200 and 500. That is the the, absolute no zone. Yeah. The the, no zone is
3: 201 to 499. Yes. So
1: basically the reason being is. What if it's
3: 501?
1: The alfalfa will start growing, basically use up all its root reserves, and not have enough to make it through the winter. So it's like if you're packing up for a camping trip, and you eat you eat, eat all half your, of yeah, it on the way up there? On the, on the first day you're there and you got nothing left that's, for the rest.
2: That's me when I pack my lunch for work. Like <laughs> I'm just better off stopping at a gas station for lunch, because if I pack my lunch I'm gonna have it all gone by nine thirty.
1: No, you're right, is once you start eating by before nine AM, you're, you're, it's, it's you're toast done. You start hit three o'clock and you got nothing.
2: Yeah. So, so I'm an alfalfa plant going yeah. into winter. <laughs> So that, for the, that
1: was cut in the no cut. So thing. you're dead by four.
0: Yes. For those of us who don't have a thermometer that tells us GTUs and don't want to figure it out, what what's the date range that you
1: would would or wouldn't cut? In most of Wisconsin, that ends up being September 15th to October 5th is what it kind of ends up laying. Now, obviously, different parts of Wisconsin can be different. and um, Every year is going to be a little
0: different. Correct. Yeah.
1: So just running it. The last four years in Seymour, 2019, we had... So we'll go September 24th, which is... Or 25th, so today, um, looking to the end of the year... And what they got historically in those times, just to kind of get you so guys the, an idea. Of to
2: the end of the year or to the first kill frost? Thank you.
1: To the first kill frost. Kill frost. Because. To the window. You're right. Some the of wall. the ones <laughs> to the end of the year, we got. We like, get it. We get More lot. after it.
2: We freeze the first week of October and then have 70 the last week of October. And yeah, that doesn't count a, because you're already beyond it's your. It's true, the killing
1: frost. Yeah. So 2019, we. That have is still dead. 350 growing degree units. So <laughs> right in he the did. middle. Right in the middle of the worst spot. 2018, 270.
3: 2017. Yeah, you could might get away with that. 270, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're on the lower end,
3: yeah. right? We said yeah. 2 to
2: 500, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> you you
0: yourself
1: said 199.
0: I know, right?
2: I know, I
3: know. I know, I know. <laughs> you're contradicting yourself. 20, Farming is not an exact science, Matt.
1: 2017, what? we got 450. And that was a weird one because the killing frost was kind of tricky that year so, I think alfalfa definitely slowed down. It got cold enough, but it didn't necessarily get a killing frost. We, so that when we were close...
2: We didn't get a killing frost, but it never got above 40 for a month either. Right, you know what I mean? Like, right.
1: And then 2016, was 308. And there, we got a killing frost, and we, we hit like 550 after that. But we got a killing frost. So, sure. So in general, like this 20-some to 30-some of September is... By the numbers, a bad time to cut. So, I mean, years can be different. You, you know, you're playing probabilities here, but typically the no cut window of the September 15th to October 1st. That's that's why you know for years they said that is so because you're of the saying there's a chance.
2: <laughs> there is a chance. There, there's also there's a on uh, like you know for cow guys there's a, another kind of factor that we have to think in here that uh, in January cows can't eat. Good management decisions they can only eat hay and corn so if you're if the bunkers looking empty even if we say hey it's probably not ideal we probably have to factor in like are we going to make it through the winter but you also have to factor in if we cut it and it damages the alfalfa and we have to plant all new alfalfa next year you know how does that affect our feed inventories but but still
1: it's still in the bunker like you say and it's the probabilities when you look at them, it was like 30 40% chance of those numbers hitting in that september time so you're kind of still like 50 50 that you'll be all right it's just uh, a coin. A tiny
2: it's like most it's like most of the decisions we talk about on here where there's so many factors you have to really go on a case by case basis and find the find the right thing and then and then you're still taking a educated gamble at some point
1: here, here's a one to blow your mind guys what do you think about this if you're trying to Kill a hay field, so you want to take it out this fall anyway. Right. Cut it now. Yeah, kill it. <laughs> just cut it now. Save, on, you save, gotta, save on the chemical. Yeah, just cut your hay Just right like, I'm just going to cut, like, September 24th, 25th <laughs> to to try to kill it. It won't. To see it. it It won't, you're right. It's not quite like that. But if it's an old four-fifth-year stand and... Or, or a new seeding, honestly. Year, yeah, new seedings don't really... Make it through that is good, but no, that that's a another thing to think about. Is I've had farms like I'm taking that field out anyway. I'm
0: like, well, yeah, then yeah. then it
3: doesn't matter when you cut, right?
1: Right,
0: cut it whenever you want.
3: Yeah. Cut it three times. So a right. couple of weeks ago, we were talking about winter wheat, and this that was like the window. Plant your winter wheat September fifteenth, yep. October first, right? So I'll put plant. away the cutter bar yep. and let's pull, let's wheat. pull out the drill. Yeah, we got
0: about five. Six more days here of good wheat planting weather.
3: And we got a little moisture now so you can get her in the ground. Yeah, I got yeah. I got wheat out of the ground already.
2: I'm very happy about yeah, it. That's awesome. Very happy about it. So Good work, sir. Well, I I mean, I didn't do anything, but yeah. It's, I'm, I'm very <laughs> excited that there's wheat out of the ground.
1: Let's talk about that first frost date because that's also what this really goes to is our average first frost in this area is October 7th. Um, So that's something to kind of watch is you just want to kind of be around that. And then one thing to look at is when there's full moons for harvest. And Matt, when do you? So they get the harvest moon October 1st, which would be next. Do we look that up next? Shouldn't we cut hay then? It says right in it. It's Thursday, I
0: think. Thursday, yep, next Thursday. Yeah, harvest on the harvest moon. Um, So, yeah, that's our next full moon. And actually October's got two. So we've got a blue moon coming up. The end of October, Halloween.
2: So according, Ooh. according to Halloween's a full moon. Yep. Woo. And it's full on Friday the thirteenth. Full.
0: <laughs> yes. If, if, <laughs> if you took the thirty-first and you invert the numbers, it's, it's thirteen. And then go to State Street. And then stop it. Full moon. What's a COVID? With, it's a blue what's
3: moon. a COVID? Oh, they're canceling all Halloween. Yeah, yeah. what's a COVID so, State Street Halloween? COVID like, yeah.
2: COVID Freak Fest. Yeah, uh, probably pretty similar to regular Freak Fest, if I had to yeah. guess. The, they'll just have a trunk or treat on State, State Street yeah. with beer.
3: So uh, the so the Harvest Moon, the ten day forecast, just pulled it up on Weather. dot com. Low of thirty seven that night. So yeah, that we one might of lower, skate by. Yeah, we make it get away
2: with it. Depends how much clouds, probably. We had we had a little bit of frost on the grass last week, and we saw some stuff get nipped. Not not a kill frost, but mm-hmm. definitely uh, definitely saw some damage. So, tickled?
0: yeah, things got hurt.
2: Yeah, we, uh, we yeah we t- we we tickled, we tickled some crops a little bit, tickled the top leaves. So we're getting there. Sorghum. Yeah, that sorghum actually looked like it got dinged pretty good. The hay I was in was pretty minor, but that sort we drove past a sorghum field the other day. It looked like it got uh, a little more than a tickle. Might have been a little like a pinch, maybe.
3: So if we don't get a killing frost October 1st, we're probably going to get it by Halloween. Yeah, I would think so. Good chance.
0: So in general then, if you're going to cut your hay, uh, probably not right now unless you're going to plan on taking that field out. So try to hold off a little bit We know unless you really need the feed or um, you don't think it's going to be good conditions
3: in a couple of weeks here would you that's the other op- other thing right the sun is shining we got to make right. the hay the, Diller, old, the right. old adage
1: is the dews on the ground you know you get such heavy dew right. it's get, late yeah. fall uh, yeah. it, it does it is not fun to take hay late hay yeah. late and obviously too dry there's talking baling hay in October yeah. I, I, that's not that's out of the question
0: chopped this
2: a is, lot of hay with snow last fall <laughs> Chopped a exactly. lot of hay in the snow last you're, you're fall. You're saying
0: there's not enough acid to <laughs> throw there on there? Lot, to yeah, I don't hay. think we can I mean, dry
1: hay.
2: There's a great there's a great study out of Autogame County Forage last year about how many points of moisture you add with snow, snow. and hay. Yep. I mean, that was the world we lived in last fall. So Pretty I guess, much. like you say, we're a little jaded right now. So. Shout,
3: shout out to Kevin Jerk. Yeah, of our, that was awesome.
2: Uh, one of our guests. So since we've
0: been talking about GDU's... Uh, why don't we update everybody on where we're at with GDUs. We haven't done that in a while. Oh,
2: there it is. No, you missed that sound. It's, it's yes. the
1: horn. And this, I think, is going to be our last GDU update. I mean, we had our first day of fall. I want an update on, on January. <laughs> we could do one late, I suppose. Is that a but, negative? But in general, I think we're kind of hit that, you know, where we're going to sort of just so to all the listeners out there, I mean, this is probably last call for our GDU update.
0: <laughs> all right, so Crivets to date. 2,220 on the season. Normal for them is 2,152, so they're 68 above normal. In Seymour, where we are located right now, we're at 2399. Normal is 2378, so we're 21 above normal, so still still riding above, just not as significantly when as When we first were started doing this, we were uh, way above. Yeah. And Sun Prairie is to date at 2553. Their normal is 2348, so they are... 205
2: they're the winner yeah they it, <laughs> it was impressively warmer down there than it was up here um those couple that like week we had where it was like 50 for the high it was still getting down to like, up to like 70 in the southern part of the state so we really that's where they really just when you look at the chart boom compared to everybody else they were still on a steady incline and we were we leveled off yeah we were cool. I mean we were completely flat we were going zero a couple yeah. of those days yeah, it was low
1: what blew me away looking at this all year is how much the lows matter. We always talk about hitting the high of eighty six, yeah. yep. but it's the lows a huge if you, part of if that. If you start
2: if, at fifty compared to starting at sixty five, yeah, that's an insane it's huge change. Difference. Huge. So yeah,
1: I, I think that's and then looking at the fourteen day out, um, Seymour, we're going to hit twenty five hundred four. You know, and that's about when we'd probably flatline. Right. But that's that's what we need to grow grow a lot of the day lengths we're choosing.
2: And what is so that's good. What is 14 days? Where does that put us on the calendar? How close to October 7th is that? Yeah. Is yeah. that almost well, right it's on?
1: Right, it's close. Like right, you say, we're going to be up to the Killing Frost by then, about, you know, a normal. Yeah.
3: All right. Put the oh. Say goodbye to the horn yeah. for the year. Ta- goodbye, horn. Take it away from time. I know you guys
1: didn't miss it. You didn't like it anyway, so we'll
3: we'll put her away.
1: I'm putting the horn save, away. Save, uh, save it for next it year. in the closet. Get it on here. All right. Now it's time for our spotlight.
0: So today's spotlight comes to us from the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, and it is involving junk, science, and roundup verdicts examined by that same organization. So juries in San Francisco have awarded up to a billion dollars. That's right, one billion it's very good, Dr. Evil. <laughs> to persons claiming their cancer resulted from exposure to glyphosate, active ingredient in Roundup. So Paul Driesen of the Journal of American Physicians and Surgeons examined the evidence and legal process and looked at the studies. So is it carcinogenic? In his research, he found there are thousands. Thousands. Not not Hundreds.
3: Thousands, not not tens,
0: not tens, thousands of studies conducted by respected organizations worldwide that have concluded it is not. Repeat that it is not. Which includes a U.S. agricultural health study conducted by the National Cancer Institute and other agencies, but and followed the health of more than 52,000 licensed private pesticide applicators for more than
2: two decades. But the guy on the T V with the one eight hundred number told me that it is it's a yeah. lady first of all, it's a lady. And I can get money. And if I think not only can
0: you get money from Roundup, but Boy Scouts as well. So. <laughs> that's a new one. That's, the, that's, that's the new one. that one. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> that. I don't version. like I turn that one off if yeah. my kids are in the room. But I
2: okay. I really like the local guy we have around here who's got like three different ones, and he talks about his meds and how he's on his third wife. You know what guy I'm talking oh, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like you He's on number two or whatever. Like we <laughs> yeah. talk about di- divorce lawyer. I'm like, wow, that is creative. Yeah, isn't he also the guy with the uh third DUI? I can help. Oh no, that, that's a different guy. That's <laughs> different the, guy. Right. that's the uh DUI lawyer. Yeah, that guy's yeah. Quite the claim to fame right there. Fifty two thousand pesticide applicators.
3: Yeah, so guys that are doing applying it, it yeah. mixing it. And you know those guys it.
2: are spraying a lot around them. That, like, yeah, that's not that's not uh, grandma in her garden trying to kill off a couple crabgrass no, pockets. I mean, or, that's me, or
3: me spraying around the house and the flower beds right. trying to kill the
2: weeds coming up. You know. So the only agency claiming otherwise is
0: the France-based International Agency for Cancer Research, and they have two studies on oh, two. On, on mice. 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 Yep. And they've been accused of manipulating those studies <laughs> to get the results.
1: Well, remember, Bill and I were at a. Weed Science yeah. Society yeah. and that guy, that speaker was a Washington State professor. Yep, I, I can't find his name right now. I can't think of it. Um, but just an hour long great speech, you know, or it was a speech, it was a presentation on those studies and he showed and um, he said a lot of it has to do with adjuvant, you know, yep. and, and certain things. He showed some other very interesting things, um, but his conclusion was similar to what uh, this group came up with that those studies weren't necessarily conclusive. Well, when he said and that
3: the way Roundup would work in a system, you know, chemically, there's just no way that it can work with a humans. We don't have those um, receptors. Yeah,
2: we're so not plants.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't have the ESPs Hold
2: receptor. Up. Wait a minute, not plants. This is new information for me. Um, I was positive I was sorghum. <laughs> Well, go plant yourself, and we'll see what happens in a couple <laughs> weeks where we get a killing for us. Yeah, he's burying me up to my neck and just come check on me, like, every couple of days. <laughs> I'm parched. Just, just I'm drinking parked. that sunlight. Someone comes to check out the research What we guys got going over there. It's <laughs> a thinks, Max. He thinks yeah. he's sorghum. I don't know. Yeah, we planted Max. We're just trying to help him out. Oh, man. So uh, Another thing I thought was interesting in this
0: article was uh, the other 82 entities that the... I-A-R-C I A R C this
1: man is like and it's very interesting.
0: As probably carcinogenic, so not confirmed. Probably. And that's been the thing with Roundup too. Probably. <laughs> it includes <laughs> I'm working as a hairdresser. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll get the, hey. Let me leave <laughs> this list. <laughs> I know. It's it's a good list. Uh, These
2: guys are a joke.
0: Acetyl-i... <laughs> Acetylhyde in bread, emissions from high temperature food frying. So if you're working in fast food, I'm sorry, you're gonna die. Uh, red meat. So <laughs> we're all screwed. Drinking very hot beverages. That might be my favorite. Even better than working as a hairdresser. Uh, <coughs> drinking. It's, so if it has
2: no cor- correlation to what the beverage is. It's, it's only the temperature.
0: Hot. So all all you coffee drinkers, you're screwed. <laughs> Don't drink your hot coffee. You better better go to ice. Switch to ice coffee now. And and yeah, working as a hairdresser. So my mother-in-law, your mother, yeah, uh, yeah they're, they're done. They're There's done. No chance.
2: I'm crying. I can't believe that was actually they pu- actually put that out. Very hot beverages.
0: Well, well uh, so on a on a side note, I did look up. California's got a thing oh, uh, that, like a list of a a million things that are um, made. we we'll think of cancer. every
1: package you get now, or you know, yeah. when you buy a consumer electronic. Because I forgot what it is in the wiring, but a lot of that has has, the, yeah. or even those boots we wear. Um, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, they so got right, the yeah. label on it that if you wear those boots in California, you will get cancer. <laughs> but so, but but only in, in California. But oh, sawdust is considered
2: carcinogenic in California. So the wood that we use to build the house, not cancerous, the dust created from cutting said oh, yeah. wood, cancerous. Right, so <sighs> so you, you, your, you build
0: your house, you just got to find a way to do it without cutting. Sorry. You oh. know... I'm I, I I I'm not going to confirm that wood maybe isn't even just in, gen, in general on there. I just remember scrolling through and seeing like
1: sawdust, like oh, don't you think a lot of these things too? Like roundup has a label; it has directions how to safely apply it yep. and what you know PPE equipment to wear and all that stuff. And the same with sawdust: wear a mask, wear you know like right. There, be, there are safety precautions to take. To, yes, it's, we're not. It's still a chemical. Yes, it's we're not making light of that. Right. I, we want people to treat these You'd, properly and right. use you them need to be careful yeah. don't yes. don't drink it i mean it, it's not meant to act on humans
2: but, but i still not going to drink it there's no there's no lawsuit against Clorox bleach right now and that's yeah i mean you're going to tell me that'll kill you if you drink it you're going to tell me that's any better or worse than well, or roundup like or, or a, and,
1: and i've used it to sp- uh vinegar is being like a like, yep, pushed, pushed like let's use vinegar yeah. to spray weeds and i've done it it, it can kill weeds it's cool that way but is that a lot compared to roundup as far as the
2: safety I if I, mean, I drink a gallon of roundup and I drink a gallon of vinegar I'm not well, gonna feel great are, after either one vinegar now. that's like a health thing. yeah so yeah, but
0: they, uh, absolutely uh, that's a great point we're not saying roundup is something that you should take a bath in or drink or anything like that still follow the label which has proper use instructions on it um, but just you know when you're looking at these these cases you know they're pointing out that this is a pretty limited base of information that is causing a lot of money to get thrown around to some people. so um, is that really right i don't I don't know, can't really make that decision. I'm not a judge or a jury, but um obviously there's a lots of other studies that have pointed out to the fact that when used properly and using proper protective equipment. And so if you don't use it properly, that's not the company's fault. Um, You're responsible for your own safety when it comes to using things. That's why there's labels to tell you what's proper to do, to use. Um, So that's not really the chemical's fault if you don't follow those. It was the Aquanet.
3: That's what the cancerous part was Aquanet. That's what got the hairdressers.
2: We've been we've been big label guys since we started this, you know, just talking about chemicals and how important it is to take the precautions that are given to you and and take those seriously and use them to protect yourself and you know if you do those things in general, we you know, positive outcomes, I guess. Yeah, I I think
0: you know when I, when you look at a lot of this stuff and I don't know is is Mr. Yuck still around? You remember that?
3: He is. Kids? He is because my kids were watching something, and the guy was talking about Mr. Yuck, and he's like, "What's Mr. Yuck?" So I had we to go had Mr. through Yuck. and and give him this explanation. I yeah. do not know what Mr. Yuck is. So it really,
0: it's a green sticker with a guy like looked like he was sick, like it's to good. tell you that something was poisonous, and so. They sent these so kids knew not to like right. So the kids kids learned who Mr. Yuck was, and if and the parents were supposed to then take that sticker and put it on things like bleach, so that you wouldn't drink. My any. dad put it on, probably. My be, dad
3: put it on the barn chemi- on the pipeline chemicals.
2: Yeah, you know. I'm not gonna lie, just me as a kid. Remember that, Todd?
3: I don't. But oh, you yeah. can get a a Mr. Yuck mask. Nice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know why you I, I don't know if you want to send that message with your mask. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like as a kid, I'm not going to lie, if some, if my parents would have put those stickers on things, my first thought would have been, I drink need it. that. <laughs> I, I Not drink it, but I need to play with that. Well,
0: no, it, it was a whole program like at school they talked like
1: about...
2: Like Dare, it. but with yuck. Yeah. Yeah, it was basically saying and It's like, got hey, the poison
1: hotline number on it. Right. You could, right now on Amazon, 30... 30 stickers, three sheets for $4.05 with prime (laughs) shipping. But it was a way to teach kids not
0: to do stupid things with chemicals. Uh, So apparently we need to bring that back in force for adults in in a lot of cases, perhaps, and uh, start slapping them on everything. Mr. Yuck. All right. Now we'll move into our egg history minute. Today we're going to talk about Shays' Rebellion, which was an armed uprising in western Massachusetts in response to a debt crisis among the citizenry and in opposition to the state government's increased efforts to collect taxes both on individuals and their trades. The fight took place mostly in and around Springfield during 1786 and 1787. So American Revolutionary War veteran Daniel Shays led 4,000 rebels called Shaysites, Shaysites in a protest against economic and civil rights injustices. Shays is a farmhand from Massachusetts at the beginning of the Revolutionary War. He joined the Con- Continental Army, saw action at the battles of Lexington and Concord, Battle of Bunker Hill, and battles of Saratoga, and was eventually wounded in
2: action. So there you go. One of my favorite U.S. history like things to learn about. I always like talking about this just because I like. I mean, farming was important. So when it was, you know. It was always taught as this group of farmers led an uprising to fight back for, for fair, basically fair treatment for them. And so I always, this is my favorite little history thing.
0: Well, yeah. If you want, you want to go even deeper. I mean, that's where taxes started was the result of the Revolutionary War. Yep. There was a lot of debt left over. I mean, people had to get fed. Equipment had to be purchased. Like, there was... Freedom wasn't, isn't free, is what, what we always seem to say, and it literally isn't. Uh, when you want to f- fund a, a war like that, that's where the taxes came from, so people didn't always agree who was paying fair shares and led to things
1: like this. You know what is free? This podcast. <laughs> thanks for listening. I want to thank all the listeners oh, Todd Rogan. Out there for uh, listening, and all we ask is you tell a farmer friend. So we're, we're asking for more subscribers. Uh, please, when you see a farmer, just say, hey, can I see your phone? And just put the podcast player right on it. Because he probably doesn't have it locked. Bam. So he's not even going to know. And just say, hey, this is like... Don't not, be scrolling we're his phone. For phone. So we're, we're every, <laughs> All right, Todd. That's breaking enough, into phones. That's sorry. enough advocating <laughs> it's not for in cyber in crimes, no, Todd. It's not breaking in when there's no password on it. They're just asking for Tilt Talk Radio on I didn't phone.
2: trespass. The door was unlocked. Ooh, okay, that's tricky. Okay, yeah, No, lock your doors. All right, <laughs>
1: just like Miller Park should have,
3: yep. lock your doors. <laughs> lock that door.
1: Please also visit naicc.org, and there you'll find a crop consultant in your area. Matt, where can they find us? You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, at Tilt Talk Radio.
0: And that will give you updates on new episodes and all that fun stuff. So, good place to look. All right, cool beans, that's corny time. So, cool beans? Cool beans.
1: Cool beans. Cool beans.
0: Cool beans. beans. All right, so the cool beans for this week is farming and agriculture are top-rated businesses in the U.S. business and industry sector. So, yep, Americans are more now realizing the importance of agriculture. You know, people find out they like to eat. It's a good thing. Uh, so, the first time in its 20-year history, Gallup poll, which measures public opinion of U.S. business sectors, listed farming and agriculture among the top-ranked industries in the 25 major sectors it tracks. So, there you go. Oh, Todd's going to bust
2: out the reggaeton horn again. We did it. Well, we're oh, crossing over cool. segments, Todd. Yeah, <laughs> Someone get Todd off the board here. He's getting out of control. So much,
0: so much for sticking that back in the club.
2: Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Oh, um, that
1: it's cool to just sometimes farmers through all this. Been an interesting year, last couple years, and just to know that in general that we're the most liked industry, I guess if you want to say it that way, is we're the best through COVID. People are realizing. Because um, it said that grocery stores and, and agriculture made the biggest jumps this year. And so through COVID, they're realizing, like, thank you. You know, like, we, I mean, we need
2: we need to, to eat. It's to crazy think to think that people stuff. forgot that they needed to eat. Eh. It's We're not mean, crazy because I no. saw I mean, I saw it. I lived it. I understand. But, like, this, basically this poll is saying, like, people refound the, the like, holy buckets. Like, we need these people so we can eat. Oh, I get it now. Wait, food comes from somewhere, not just the grocery Grocery store? (laughs) Why why do you have to be so cruel and go hunting when you can just go to the grocery store and get your meat? I don't understand. Like that kind of crowd? That, like, don't understand. Like, your food, that came from somewhere, too? It's not, the grocery store doesn't just, like, Yeah, It doesn't just appear. Bippity-boppity-boop, we got steaks on the shelf, like. (laughs) Like a Disney. Disney, Yes. Disney story, boom. Snap your fingers.
0: There you go. Way to go, Agriculture. All right, and our that's corny for this week is expanding drought conditions into 2021. So we had a bit of a dry period in in some areas of Wisconsin through late summer. Uh, Even this fall has been quite a bit drier than we've seen the last couple of years especially. So after much-needed rain, the first half of September, the well is drying up across the Corn Belt, entered into a prolonged dry period. Mid-September through end of October uh, is expected to be the second driest period in the past 29 years in the Corn Belt. So dry weather means favorable harvest, but may be a sign of things to come for 2021.
3: I found it, Todd. Okay. So I went back to the North Central Weed Science Society program from 2018, and it was Alan Felsot. Okay. Okay. From Washington State University and his the title of his topic was Does a Liability Jury Decision Change the Toxicity of Roundup? So basically (laughs) just because the jury says it's toxic, did it change?
1: And that Alan Falsott was a great speaker. F L E
3: F E L S O T. Was it that's how you say his last name?
1: Just tuning in, Todd and Bill have
0: (laughs) dragged us back about 10 minutes to start. sorry I found it I was, it was trying that to good. it there. was that good <laughs> it was more. good it was Do probably it. one. you know we, we go thing. to a
3: lot of com- well, not, not anymore but at one time in our lives top, we will virtually go to a lot of conferences <laughs> this year top probably five talks I've ever heard
2: whoa boom sorry just uh Bill, heard, Bill heard me practice that's my song. talk four times so that's the other four I bet <laughs>
1: Sounds like a good top
3: top five talks we've ever heard. This <laughs>
2: top, yeah, this next week's episode. top.
1: All right, so there you go. Sorry. It, Matt. One thing I will add on yours, Matt. Back to the dry harvest is. Do you remember that data they were showing of like um, how the the drought in '88? Um, two years before that, we were at like record high rainfall. You know, like oh. a lot of times these records. That, yeah. What do you got So, Max?
2: so a certain farmer uh, that we work with in the area. Not going to say his name, but he told me all last summer, well, he told me he was going to sell his cows and quit farming because it was too wet. said, drought next year, guaranteed. And I was like, whatevs. Sure. And what what is your reasoning? He said, remember the drought of 88? And I was like, I was born in 96. So no, (laughs) but continue again. He said, before the drought of 88, it was so wet for two years. So, So patterns, patterns, bam. Yeah, I, I it,
0: actually expected it to show up a little sooner than it did this year. I thought maybe we'd be. And a this longer. is hard. It's such a just how the spring started.
1: Yeah, even though we're it was not, cold, we're, we're not really in a drought either. You know, yeah. we're actually still it's getting just dry. And, yeah,
2: it, and really, it, we wouldn't have noticed the drought conditions if it wouldn't have been as wet as it was right after planting. Because yeah. I think we had some pretty subpar root systems. So as soon as it got the slightest bit dry, you really kind of saw that struggle. Because I mean. It's still, there's some still some subsurface moisture there, so. Well, we're drier than we think, I think, too, because of how wet things
0: started. <laughs> we and then, it was like, oh, the water table's so high, there's no way. And then, yeah, it's like, oh, it didn't rain for a month. It's actually kind of hurting things. So it's not good.
2: Things are dying. All right. You applied what? What did you do?
0: So Maxwell's one yours,
2: yes, yes. We are going to do some uh, some manure amendments, manure additives, manure. I don't know what you want to call them. I have a name for them, but I'm not going to say it on this podcast. Uh, so our amendments for today are Accelerator Plus, Al- Alkins, Alken's Alken Ends Odor Five, Decomp 500, and Breakdown. So if you can wow. find the odd one out on there, that'd be aren't impressive. We, aren't we sponsors of the Comp Five Hundred?
0: Is that the race? Yes, or sounds what? like a race. The, the other yeah. one is Elkin Elkin N's odor five. Sounds like an Alka-Seltzer product. I like, like how it's a, a five.
1: Pop- like, is there one through four? Yeah. Those those variations. Preparations didn't work. A yeah.
0: through G were failures. Yes. Preparation feel, H feels good on the whole.
2: Uh, <laughs> So Elk and (laughs) odor Sounds like (laughs) Max just throws (laughs) his hands up right there. I'm done. We're getting demonetized tomorrow. (laughs) We're not monetized to begin with, but if we were, if we were on YouTube, we would have just got in trouble. Sounds like, well, for what? For ripping off Austin Powers?
0: Yes. (laughs) Sounds like an Elka-Seltzer product, so all I'm thinking is plop, plop, fizz, fizz into the manure pit.
1: Whoa. Which one are you going with? the uh, Elkins
0: One of those two, I feel like, is... It's the odd man out either the Decomp 500 or I think I'll go elk and N's order.
3: I'm gonna go Accelerator Plus. That sounds like like a feed additive. I'm, I'm going. I'm going so. Decomp 500 because it sounds like a rat killer, rat poison.
2: A decon is a rat I poison. <laughs> I know. Bill, you are right. Decomp 500 is the <clears throat> fake. I. Uh, it was close. The rest of them are all actual uh, manure additives. I was kind of surprised a breakdown was like. I was going to just throw a random name in there, and I was like, Breakdown. That sounds kind of like a manure thing. Like, that's probably not a real thing. And then I Googled Breakdown Manure Additive. It is a real thing. Like, it's, <laughs> well, the simplicity of the name, you know, usually, like you say, Excel. they couldn't just be Accelerator. It had to be Accelerator Plus. The Elkin Ends Odor 5. Like, it couldn't just be Ends Odor. Like, they you got to have more. So I thought. It's probably their name, right, Elkin? Well, yeah, that's the company. Do you
1: got any info on any of these? Uh,
2: I did at one point. Okay. I don't know that I do no, right it's... now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they all. It's the same. It's Todd, the same. Uh, Todd,
0: he sorghum more he than doesn't man. have really the capacity to retain knowledge.
2: None of these are like the nitrogen nitrogen inhibiting, um, or like that kind of the nutrient preserving additives. These are all like the like anti anti crust. Um, okay, so they're more for more than manure, yeah, like that, like e- more than manure.
1: That that has some properties. Yeah,
2: that, like it's the like anti the anti crust, the anti bubble, the anti odor, those those ones the more physical properties, not so much the, the retention of Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This
1: so, is an awesome name. Pit King. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to use that deep, one. Digest and protect and design for farm manure pits. Pit King. <laughs> Pit King, that's the name. Call Pit King for
2: all your manure needs. I'm pretty sure Pit King is also the name of like a... Barbecue place. Yeah, bar, uh, uh, I was going to say like a grill company or like a uh, YouTube for learning how to run, you know, smoking and Isn't stuff that like your that. your
1: name at the Seymour Racetrack?
2: Yeah, Pit King. The Pit King? Because I'm always running the pits. Pit King. No, I do not frequent the Seymour Racetrack anymore. I
1: think it's Seymour Raceway. What are they even... Triable, it's still the, the Triable. It's yeah.
2: Autogamy County. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speedway. Speedway. There you go. Like, yeah.
1: yeah, the Decom 500 coming to you next time <laughs> the, at the OC Speedway. Yeah. That's where you race manure tankers. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, that would be. be maybe fair. that's the new thing. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, that that no, could be an
2: Eva destruction. You yeah, know, the manure no tank combine demo. demos. No, like yeah, no yeah, more combine t- demos. We do manure tanker manure tank racers. That would be something to no some, watch.
3: They get butts in the seats.
2: Alright, well thanks for being here today guys.
0: Thanks Thanks for having us Matt. Today we talked about whether or not to cut your alfalfa this late in the season. In our spotlight we talked about Roundup Verdicts and the science behind it. Ag History Minute, we talked about Shays Rebellion. Cool Beans That's Corny, we talked about Ag being top 5 rated business in the Gallup poll. And our That's Corny was potential for a drought to continue into next year and you applied what we talked about manure additives so amendments i should say thanks for listening and as always happy farming